0: Hey, have you ever wanted to create your own podcast and share your own light bulb moments with the world? If so, now's the perfect time to do so because audio is the future of the internet and Anchor is a perfect place to do it. So Anchor is a podcasting platform you can find at anchor.fm and it's what we use to create the light bulb moment podcast. So Anchor is amazing because first of all, it's completely free to use. Yep, completely free. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So I've used Anchor to record with other guests on a mobile app, and you can also edit on your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you across so many platforms, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast streaming sites, so you don't have to set up individual accounts and try to distribute to all of those places. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum subscribers needed. And it's basically everything you need to record, edit, and publish your podcast in one place all for free. So I highly encourage you to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good luck. Hi hey there, welcome to Ida, where we address how you can ideate, decide, act on the business topics we talk about in each episode and apply them to your own startup. At Ida, we connect female founders to investors, one-on-one mentoring and resources to help grow their business. My name is Vrika Pinham and I'm one of the founders of Ida. Now, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that normally myself and my co-founder, Ganika, do this together. But today, I'm here solo just talking to you all about a little experience that we had recently so normally we have a guest speaker on here talking about their entrepreneurial experiences tips for you all but actually with ida we went through this whole challenging experience recently and i wanted to talk about that because i think a lot of times in entrepreneurship sometimes we only get the highlight reel we only get to see the successes and in this season two of the podcast we've actually been trying to show more of the ups and downs and the realities of entrepreneurship And you know, something just happened over the past couple months that I really wanted to talk about, one, as a PSA, just so that any entrepreneurs out there listening can use what we're about to share in this episode and apply to your own startup, like we try to say in every episode, and do something that hopefully helps out your business, but then also because I want to talk about some of the less glamorous aspects, quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, less glamorous aspects, or just not the highlight reels, you know, not only the successes or not only what you see being posted or shared or you know covered in the news or whatever so anyway by the title of this episode you can probably tell that this is going to be about a security breach in our website so let me kind of backtrack here a little bit I'm gonna try to recollect my thoughts as much as I can and I have notes here so I don't miss anything but basically our ida website if you've never visited it before it's thinkida.com so that's thinkida.com and it is built on wordpress and it's hosted through bluehost so for those of you who may not know and actually this is not something that we've publicized a lot but we are working on developing an ida mobile app and web platform with a bunch of really cool upcoming features that we're really excited to launch in 2021 so our website has really been a place for people to read blog posts and join our wait list, um, join our newsletter community, which is, you know, really just tons of helpful tips and very active and things like that. And actually, we've actually in the past, you know, uh, when we did pilots and beta tests, we did have members logging in and things like that, but that was just for a temporary period of time. So our IDA website was really more of a place to establish our brand presence, but luckily we didn't have a lot of um, data stored in there, which was a good thing because what am I about to say next? Would have been really bad if we had you know payment information or data stored on there because for payments, we were using a completely different portal altogether. We were using um, Square or were or are still using Square and Stripe. So we were not processing payments through our own website and we didn't really have sensitive user data stored on the website either which is really good. But we did have, you know, our passwords and all of that stored on the website. So that's a little background there for you. And yeah, let me kind of dive into what has happened and just share the story and as well as, you know, how we're rectifying that and some tips for you all listening because this was a really big wake-up call for us. So basically, this whole thing began about two months ago or a month and a half ago, I would say. and it started with uh, me noticing I was you know trying to make some changes in the back end there. and I started noticing that there were some forum posts that needed approval. So you know we aside from the blog posts that you know as our team were writing and publishing, we did have the option for users to create their own posts or submit them for review. So I noticed that there were some posts needing approval. And so I look into that, and it's just a lot of garbage, complete nonsense, just, I'm not even trying to filter out what it was, I just couldn't even understand what it was. It was just a bunch of random characters and nonsense posts. And, you know, there were several dozen of them that needed approval or something, so I could tell that it was a bot, I could tell that, you know, it was all fake stuff, but of course I didn't approve them, I deleted them, and I thought that was that. But a couple weeks after that, we needed to give... Um, admin access to a member of the IDA team and so when I gave it you know this person came back to us and said well I'm not able to get in you know the site seems to be down I'm not able to use this access that you've just given me or login or anything so I'm like okay that's weird and sometimes you know just because of server issues and stuff sites go down that's you know happened from time to time and then it just boots its, boosts itself back up or boots back up I should say and you know, everything is fine usually, so I wasn't too concerned about that, but it had been a few days and this kept happening. So I'm like, okay, well we really need to get in and I don't know why the site's been down or keeps going down this frequently over the period of just a couple days. So I go back in and I see that again there's some forum posts, you know, needing approval. So I look at them again, it's just complete nonsense. So I, you know, delete them. But when I was deleting them, I noticed that there's actually a lot of published posts as well. And I know the number of posts that we published, so I'm like, okay, this is really weird, because there were thousands of posts or forum you know, messages or whatever you want to call it already published, thousands of them. So it was really, really strange. And they were from just complete you know, random accounts, like accounts that I didn't recognize, and the posts themselves were complete nonsense too. They're just like random characters and everything, um, pretty long as well. And there were thousands of them, which was really crazy. And these had not even uh, been approved or anything. Like they didn't even go through the approval process. They had just been published. They were live on the website. So first I was confused about why they were live because we had it set up so that, you know, uh, at least in the beginning until a user was established that we would, you know, just approve and filter the post just to make sure that the content is good. But there were all these posts that were pre-approved, already published live on the site, and there were thousands of them. So that was really freaky. But I was like, okay, that's, you know, must be a glitch. And again, I know that it was a bot, but I wasn't thinking it's anything super serious. I'm like, okay, it's sh- you know, we we have a bot, you know, like whatever. We I know we were secure, like we had paid for security. So basically with Bluehost, we had, um, they come with different security options and we have the highest security option. I think it's called Site Lock Plus or something like that so i go and try to delete the accounts that made this post because there's thousands of posts right so rather than delete the posts one by one i figured i'll just delete the accounts that made the posts and then whatever is associated with the account will you know go away but i could not delete the accounts now there were over 70 fake accounts i wish i could remember the exact number of posts that these accounts had made but i know it was in the thousands and this gets worse. So, this is just like the first or second iteration of me noticing this problem. So, you know, I've tried to go and delete these accounts. I'm like, okay, there's over 70 accounts, but if I just sit down, and give myself the time to do it, I know I can manually delete these. But I could not. So, whenever I press delete or, you know, erase this account, erase all information associated with the account, it kept throwing an error, you know, just says it's not possible you know, this action isn't able to be completed at this time. Please try again. All of those, you know, usual error messages that you get when you're trying to do something on the internet. So it kept happening and I was like, that's really weird. So I contacted support. Now, I will say Bluehost support has just been really phenomenal. I really like, this is kind of weird because I know most people don't like talking to customer service. I don't like talking to customer service either. I'm usually very nice to customer service people, but... It's not something that I like to get on the phone or do, right? Like most people don't like doing that. Um, and Bluehost has this 24-7, I think it's 24-7 or I don't know. It's it's a good amount of time where, you know, they have a chat support and they're extremely helpful. Like so many times they've, you know, just fixed errors for me. Like they don't just tell you, you know, to do it. There's some things that you have to do yourself because they might not have access to it for security reasons, But there's a lot of times that the customer service people have just fixed things for me, just done it on their own, you know, um, in a few minutes chat. So I really appreciate them. And I reached out to them. So again, that's just a little (laughs) note there in case, you know, you're looking for a good hosting service to use. I would actually really recommend Bluehost despite all of what just happened that I'm explaining right now. So I try to talk to them and, you know, this person's really nice and they actually went in and... Um, you know, in their back end, they were able to delete the fake accounts in the posts. So That was great. So they were able to mass delete them. And, you know, because I didn't have the ability to delete them for some reason, I thought when I couldn't delete them, I just thought it was a glitch. I didn't associate that to be part of this attack or security breach, if I'm being honest. I knew the fake posts and the fake accounts were definitely a bot because, you know, it was just complete gibberish and um, I could see that they had been created seconds apart, so I knew that it was just like a bot making them. But I didn't realize that me not being able to delete them was also a red flag. So, you know, we um, got them deleted, so I was like, okay, that's great. And at this time, I was like, because it was deleted, and you know, we had the security and stuff, I still felt pretty good. You know, I had the person double check the security, and I think at this time we actually upgraded. So I think we were at a lower level before and now we at this time we upgraded to the highest tier. So that's what happened and yeah, I thought it was good and it was good for about like four days or something like that. And then the team member that had originally you know, been requesting access and that's why I got turned on to this problem because you know, they weren't able to access it was again saying, you know, we can't access it. And I'm like, okay, well we just had fixed this issue. So I'm not sure why that would be the case, you know? So again, I go back in and I'll be honest, just being busy with so many different tasks going on, it's hard to always like monitor, be on top of like you know what was happening. So, yeah, maybe I didn't notice over those, you know, days that this issue had started back up again until it was kind of put back on my radar. So, I go back in and this time I see that there's Another, you know, 100 or so accounts and the number of posts, I remember this very distinctly. It was 158,000 posts. So just imagine that 158,000 posts. And it was like an amount that you could not even fathom deleting. Like, even if I had it, you know, filled, you know, how when you're shopping, you can filter down like the number of products per page. So even if I had it where I would filter down the max number of posts per page so I can delete like a page at a time, it would still be like 15,000 or 20,000 or whatever number of pages it was. So insane. It was 158,000 posts just over that period of like, I don't know, maybe four or five days or something and just hundreds over 100 fake accounts. And the worst part was like now I'm like, okay, since I'm not able to delete these accounts, I knew that it was the bots like they had taken away some of my administrative control so that not only were they able to make these posts and make the fake accounts but they had taken away my power to delete them or stop them and so the way wordpress works is you can install plugins to help you do like different functionalities for your website like chat bots, social media forum posts creating user accounts all of those so for example this post thing was like a plugin it's a wordpress plugin uh, the name of the plugin is WordPress Foro, so it's like WP space F-O-R-O. So I'm just saying that. Um, we have it deleted now. I'm not gonna reinstall that ever again. And to be honest, um, we're rechanging changing the whole structure of the website anyway, and like I said, we're building a new platform and app. So, you know, it's not too concerning, like I said, that we had a lot of data on here or anything like that, but just uh, throwing that out there that that was the plugin. <laughs> and basically, they had taken control so that I couldn't even delete the plugin so I'm like okay I can't delete the post because too many even if I sat down and was like okay I'm gonna manually delete 100 accounts I couldn't because I didn't have the control to do it and now I noticed because this started alerting me to the fact that they had taken away my administrative control I couldn't even delete the plugin that was causing the problem so once I realized that this is all because there is some bug that is letting you know these bots through the firewall right so like if you imagine all the apps, all the plugins on the website being secure, this plugin had like a tiny hole or whatever you wanna call it that is letting these bots bypass the firewall. That's kind of how I visualized it at least. So again, I'm sure that's not technical, it's just a visualization. So I was like, I wanna delete this plugin because that is the root of the problem. If The plugin did not exist. If we didn't have that functionality in the website at all, these bots would not be able to do this but I couldn't delete the plugin. And what was so weird is I was able to delete other plugins, you know, just, I was playing around and testing with it. So it was just this plugin that I couldn't delete. So I know that they had taken my administrative control. Anyway, I was really frustrated. Again, I contacted support and this time, like even the support people were very confused and just having a lot of trouble with it. So I was going back and support, back and forth with support <laughs> for like a week. Um, sorry, I'm stumbling on my words a bit there. Cause I'm like recollecting how like frustrating and just crazy the situation was but I didn't even have the time to like be on it every single moment of every day right and like even when you're talking to support if the conversation is going on forever because it's just such a big issue you know a meeting pops up or something else pops up then I'm not able to finish this issue and have to like go back to it and put a pin in it you know and I was taking care of it myself because it was really really important because a lot of this I had worked on or Yeah, like a big chunk of this or almost all of this I had worked on myself and I was really um, aware of like which plugins had been installed, you know, when changes had been made and all of that. So I figured like I'm going to, you know, take responsibility for this challenge and like solve it for us. But it was just taking up so much time and we were going back and forth and nothing was getting resolved. And I went back into the account and this is like when something really devastating happened is... I realized that I could not even sign in anymore. So I couldn't even sign in as the administrative user of the account. Like I couldn't even sign in to make edits. I was demoted, quote unquote, to like a user level. So the bots or like whoever hacked into this account um, had taken control and made me, the administrator, a user. So I didn't even have editing powers anymore. So before, I couldn't edit that particular plugin or the accounts but now i couldn't edit anything like i couldn't see or edit anything so it was like i don't even have administrative access and that's when i knew that like all of our passwords were at risk now too so which i'll get to at the end of this episode about passwords and all of those things so i was so upset at that and again i reached out to customer service and they were very quick about it and they got me my administrative control back so i'm like okay great i have the admin control back and you know they tried to remove as many accounts as they could but they couldn't remove the 158,000 posts for some reason you know there was some issue with it which i can't particularly remember now or maybe just blocked it out of my head um because it's been a month since this happened but yeah we were trails trying to remove these fake posts but i had the admin control back so now that i was back like if you you know you're building a website whichever platform you're using to do this If you're on WordPress, Wix or anything, you know, like when you sign in, you can see usually all the settings, all the pages you've made, like the different edits you can make, the different apps that are integrated with your website, all of those things, right? But when I went back in, there was nothing and this was just like the most heartbreaking moment for me. And what's so weird is uh, by this point, I had been dealing with this issue for a couple weeks, like two to three weeks and I was completely optimistic and happy about it. It's, it's really weird, but I usually don't get really freaked out by things because I have you know kind of some kind of trust that it'll work out, it'll be fine. So while I was upset in the moment at different times, I was pretty patient. I just kept telling the team, like, hey, we're working on this, no worries, it'll get sorted eventually. So I was pretty laissez-faire about it. I was really optimistic about it, and I knew that everything was going to be fine, and you know if i'm just patient it'll all work out because i knew that i was taking the right actions to you know talk to the tech team about it and that eventually we'll come across a solution so i wasn't too worried like of course this means the site is down we're losing traffic all of those things but i wasn't like freaked out about it but when i saw that there was nothing there when i logged in i broke down at that time because everything that we had worked on was just gone like when i say everything i mean everything there was not a hint or trace of ida on that website anymore all that was left were those 158 fake posts and it was like they were mocking me or something if that makes sense so just imagine everything you've ever worked on just being wiped like completely wiped and all that's left is like the result of this security breach like these fake accounts these fake posts that say complete gibberish and nonsense that is it and you don't even know how to get it back you don't know where to get it back from it's just gone completely disappeared so you know a parallel if you're not using wordpress is imagine your entire google drive being wiped and you have no trace of it and you don't even know how to get it back you know it's just gone or your computer wiped i think the computer wipe like that's actually happened to us before you know um especially maybe not now but if you guys remember in the 2000s or something there were like a lot of viruses and i don't know i know that computers have been wiped several times and you just lose all your files and photos and everything i don't know maybe maybe this hasn't happened to any of you guys but i've had this happen a couple times so yeah like completely wiped and i was just devastated at that point i was so i felt so defeated and broken and i'm like okay like Literally everything I've worked on is gone, and I don't I don't even know like if it's worth fighting or recovering at this point. You know, you just think that for a second. Of course, it's worth fighting for and recovering, and we did, but it was just so frustrating at that point because it had been so long dealing with this issue. But of course, again, I contact support because I knew that I had been creating backups. So I knew that we had backups of the website because I had it set that it's supposed to back up, you know. Every so often, I forget the frequency, but I know it was pretty frequent. Um, so I knew that we had backups, so I'm like, okay, let's just see if we can just, you know, get it back from the backups. Now, when I logged in, like I said, there was no trace, there was no evidence of anything, so I was a little hesitant about the backups working too, but I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe, just fingers crossed, this will work. So again, I contact support, I'm like, okay, listen, everything is wiped, like I... I need to access the backups. I need this to be restored. So there's a different team that does the restorations, apparently. So they put me in touch with them. And they were like, oh, there's only three backups available. Now, from what I know and, like, the frequency that we were backing up at, there should have been, like, hundreds of backups. um, Because, you know, previously, before all of this happened, I could see that we were, you know, backing things up. So... There were only three backups left. I remember some of the dates. So basically, let's say this was happening towards the end of November, right? Or mid-November, maybe something like that. And they were basically like, yeah, you have a backup from October 22nd, 2020. And then there were two backups from November. So, you know, early November, let's say November 7th and November 13th or something like that. And those were the only backups so you're telling me that even though we've been backing up everything since the beginning of ida you know even when there was like nothing there's only three backups and those backups all happened to be within the last two weeks right so i knew the backups had been deleted as well so that was like just a punch to the gut because now my last hope which was the backups and the backups had been deleted as well so i'm like okay these bots were really thorough so I'm like, okay, let me go, you know, to the farthest backup I can October 22nd. And the reason I did that is because I didn't want to, like I said, at this point, we had been dealing with this issue for two to three weeks, right? So if I had chosen the backup from November 7th and November 13th or something like that, I didn't want the problem to be more exacerbated, if that makes sense, because that was like the period when like we were in the thick of it, you know, this is like the peak security breach virus bot attack time. So I'm like, okay, let's go back to October twenty second, fingers crossed, maybe this wasn't happening then. I couldn't remember when it had started happening and I and also remember that when this started happening, by the time that I realized it was happening, it was already like pretty bad, right? Because even the first time that I had realized it was, you know, over seventy fake accounts and thousands of posts, right? So I didn't have a date about when this had actually started. But I was hoping that maybe October 22nd would be clear, but I didn't know for sure. And also, we had made changes to the site after October 22nd, so I knew that if we picked a backup date of October 22nd, we would lose those changes. But, you know, I'm willing to redo that bit, just a few changes, as long as we don't have this problem anymore, right? This is the peak problem of not even having any of the data completely wiped, like all of that being gone, and just you know all these fake accounts and posts like that was my primary concern so i'm like okay let's go back to october 22nd and i told the restoration team very carefully that you know if we're backing up from this date because again we're it's kind of like choosing the best of the worst like we have three bad options here october 22nd and two of these like early november dates choosing the best of the worst it's possible that the october 22nd backup will still contain these fake accounts and these fake posts right so I was very clear in my directions to the team that, please don't, back up, everything. Like when I say back up from that date, I mean back up, the legitimate stuff. Like don't back up what we just worked on clearing. Right, because you know this team was helping me, clear these accounts and clear these fake posts and everything as best as we could. But at this time, we we still couldn't figure it out because everything was completely wiped. And the best way to, wipe best way to recover everything was just go back to a date when it didn't exist and kind of reinstall the security and everything. So I'm like, okay, just be careful not to back up the problem itself. But lo and behold, so anyway, they were like, okay, wait 2 to 3 days, that's how long this restoration is going to take. It took about a week actually, um but I you know I was just patient the whole time, I was waiting. And yeah, they were like, okay, your backup is done. So I go in to check it and yeah, lo and behold, of course, they had backed up You know, the fake accounts still, and I'm like, okay, this is a problem because we had just worked to delete those. Like While we weren't able to delete the, the posts, well, at least we deleted the accounts so that they don't keep making more and adding to it, but now they had backed up the accounts, so I go back to the restoration team, and I'm like, hey, we have to do this again because you weren't supposed to back up the problem. And so then they did it again, and yep, now the site is back up and running, and it's been running for now, I would say, the past two weeks, two and a half weeks maybe. So it's been good since then. And so yeah, that was our story of being hacked, just um, the ups and downs, and it was very tumultuous, and I would say, like, you know, about the security breach and stuff, one, like I said, it was really devastating to realize that everything you'd worked on is gone, like that was just like such a weird moment for me, and yeah, I wanted to share that whole story and then of course how we're fixing it right so let me actually backtrack a little bit uh, about why it even happened right so because I know that might be a question for you guys listening, and that was a big question for me like why did this happen, especially because we didn't have anything that would be interesting for hackers to want to procure like we didn't have you know like private user info or addresses or emails like we had emails but not like i said like nothing super you know sensitive like we didn't have bank accounts and those details so i just i couldn't fathom why someone would want to hack into this you know but basically what i found out is sometimes these crawlers are just looking for sites that are vulnerable to take them down and especially when a site starts getting more traction or like more user traffic um, those are kind of flagged I guess as like prime targets because there's more traffic to those sites so then the crawlers will come attack because my question was why hadn't this happened before like why now you know because we've had the same protocols in place this whole time it's not like we changed something, and that made our site more vulnerable or something, right, so that was kind of the explanation, again, I'm not sure if that's the full explanation or what, Um, I'm not even sure why someone would want to do this to somebody else, like, I'm just trying to imagine, you know, what kind of person would want to sit there, and I mean, of course, you want to practice your skills, right, like, if you're in cybersecurity, or, you know, programming, or whatever, and you want to practice your skills, and that makes complete sense, but Why would you practice your skills in such a harmful way? Like, why would you want to do this to someone where you, you know, attack their site for no reason and bring down everything that they've been working on and just create a bunch of nonsense, gibberish posts, like, stuff like that, right? So that was something that was really hard for me to get over or just kind of wrap my head around, you could say. But yeah, there's a little backstory or explanation about why that could have possibly happened. So my little PSA here is, uh, until this happened to us, I really did not consider security to be a huge problem or think that it could happen. Of course, if we were building something for like health tech or banking or something, that would be like, you know, top of mind for sure, right? But when you're just building something, you don't always think about security because you're like, okay, what sensitive data do I have that someone could hack into? Or why would someone want to do this? And you don't think of yourself as a target, right? And you don't think that there's other ways that somebody could just bring everything crashing down or, you know, ruin everything you've worked on and just turn everything into a huge mess, right? Like what I just explained. So it's just a little PSA that whatever you're building, even if it's not something that's typically thought of as, you know, being super secure, like HIPAA regulated or banking or finance or whatever, you know, still take a look at your security. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, I, you know, what we're doing now to fix it. But yeah. Um just know that this kind of stuff can happen and it has happened to us, which I never predicted and it's super frustrating and just devastating and um I would pray that it, nobody else has to experience that just because it's such an it's such a weird feeling um to have to deal with this like when it's just thrown into your day and I think that for the most part, I was you know pretty positive about it and like felt confident in my ability to fix it or you know um definitely the Bluehost support team's ability to fix it but i think when everything was wiped that was like when i realized that this is just the worst (laughs) feeling ever so i would just pray that never happens to anyone and if you're listening to this episode that should be your key takeaway is to like go check with whatever you're building blog app website like especially if you're doing transactions through the site right even if you have security, like even if, because like I said, it's not like we didn't have security. Even if you have whatever you think you're paying for, just take a look at it again, talk to support, ask about how else you can make it even stronger. Like, you know, look at what are the possible ways that someone could, you know, hack into your site or anything like that. And the other thing is, you know, when you're signing in to places or you're trying to submit like a contact request, like, you know, in a lot of websites, instead of just emailing them, you can put in a form, right? Those are especially vulnerable spots. So you probably notice that a lot of times you have to check a box, like, I'm not a robot, or you have to, you know, select these different images of, like, what are the street lights, Or you have to type in the letters and things like that. So that's, like, to prevent bots, right? Because basically people can write scripts that automate all this stuff. So they can write a script that says, you know, fill in this name, email, and text box every single time, just hit submit, like over and over and over again, like thousands of times, right? So look for spots like that. Look for contact forms that you have set up on your site. Look for areas where people can create accounts and, Anything that's like user input related or where people can submit posts or like if you have some user generated type of content, right? Like if you have a type of site where users can submit um, questions or forums, posts or articles or anything like that, pictures, anything like look for those kind of vulnerabilities as well. And just in general to um, all parts of your site, you know, even if you think you have security, just so something like this doesn't happen to you. So now that we're kind of at the end of the story where everything is back up and running, like I said, um, since we backed up to October 22nd, we did have a couple edits that were lost that we have to go back in and fix, uh, which we fixed some of. And the other, you know, kind of things that we're looking into, I'm going to put several links in the description of this podcast episode as well. So if you're really interested in this or, you know, you want to upgrade your security or anything like that, please check those out. But, some of the things that we're looking at right now is, of course, embedding security into future iterations of the website and the app we're building now. now, the app is still in like development mode, so we're like just starting out with it, so we're you know really positioned to think about security from the beginning instead of thinking about security as like an add on at the end right and then of course, for the website as well, we're gonna you know embed more security features into that. And so I kind of take this as a lesson that it happened now. It happened early when we don't have a lot of sensitive data here, so that it's like a wake up call <laughs> for us to be careful with what we're building now and what we're going to build in the future. And then also we're going to look into upgrading your security. So some of the options we're looking into are Vault Press for backups, and I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not sure if I'm going to say this right, but it's Security. Uh, that's the name of the company, like SU c-u-r-i security website security so that is like a private um website security company because like i said we have the security upgrade that comes with bluehost which is sitelock i'm pretty sure it's called sitelock security plus or something like that so we're gonna look into those two and then of course like i said our passwords (laughs) so because and I, I know those of you listening, we all do this. We use the same password for everything. Or maybe we have like a personal password that we use and then like a business password. I don't know. So from now on, we're going to be trying to use randomly generated passwords. And because when we lost admin control of this site, we had to change our passwords on everything else because now these hackers had access to our password for our WordPress site and um, you know whatever else that we were doing. I think we had a couple of passwords that were lost and that we were repeating so oops so randomly generated passwords um vault press for backups again because our backups got deleted right because the backups were linked to the same account that got hacked into so it's like when everything was wiped the backups were also wiped and then security website security and then there's a couple other links that are i'm going to put in the description of this podcast episode about just how to secure your website further and then You know, um, from the Small Business Administration, there's some resources about security and technology and all of those things. So I'll put that in the description for you to check out and also put in the options that we're looking at as well as, you know, Bluehost and WordPress and things like that. Because I know that this episode may paint all of that in a bad light, but actually WordPress, while it is not for everyone, because if you've never built a website before, you don't really consider yourself like tech savvy or really creative or anything like that it is harder because it's not super like template or you know drag and dropy like wix or something like that or squarespace but it does allow for a lot of functionality so that's why we're on wordpress and bluehost is actually really great because like i said um, the customer service is really great so that's why i'll put those links in the description as well And with that said, that is everything for this podcast episode. So thank you for joining. And that's our first solo episode. So, you know, normally, like I said, I have my co-founder, Ganika, on here. And we have guest speakers. But, yeah, that's just me talking at you. So if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and, you know, share with a fellow entrepreneur. We say that at the end of every episode, but especially this episode because I really want to get this message out to as many people as possible just so that you know you don't have to face the same thing and yeah thank you for listening to ida and you can find us at thinkida.com which i'm happy to say is back up again so until next time idea decide act